can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Alright Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host Guy DiPolcito and the Celtics suffer an embarrassing loss, 91-89 to the Cleveland Cavaliers in an epic fourth quarter collapse. Celtics had a 19 point lead in the third quarter and allowed the Cavaliers to go on a 21-2 run in which they took the lead. And it was just back and forth for the last four minutes of today's game. Uh, ultimately, Cavaliers come out on top after uh, Dennis Schroeder missed fadeaway mid-range. Uh, tough loss. This is you know the second night of a back-to-back. First game of a two-game road stand in Cleveland. Play them again on Monday. Uh, but want to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Uh, run through player of the game, go through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and then kind of wrap up with looking at the rest of the the road trip here, uh, looking towards Monday's game as well. So want to get things started off. Player of the game. I think this is kind of an easy pick. You look at the you look at the box score, Dennis Schroeder, great game, right? 28-4-3. Uh, solid game overall. But I think the the guy tonight that deserves player of the game is Robert Williams. The guy all night long was, you know, just posing problems. This is a Cleveland Cavaliers team that has solid, solid big men in Jared Allen and Mobley. Uh, like two really, really solid big men. Versatile, great defenders. Good rebounders, good shot blockers. Mobley is a great offensive player as well. And this is a game with no Al Horford. So Time Lord was really thrown into a position where he had a lot to take care of today. A lot to handle offensively and defensively. And I know I've talked about it. Time Lord's not a guy that's going to command a lot of attention as far as like demanding shots. So I'm not even saying it in that way, but this is just a this is a game where Robert Williams needs to step up, and he did that and some today. End of the game, 12 points, 16 rebounds, including five offensive rebounds. So the guy just continues to put up stellar offensive rebounding numbers, uh, but also threw in three assists, a steal, and three blocks. Like, these are, like, common games for him now. This is what we're getting out of him. Like, these are just solid, solid performances. Again, 6 of 7 from the field today as well. Missed one shot. Like, he's got to be breaking some record as far as field goal percentage by the time this season is over. Because the guy just rarely, rarely misses. But you look today, like, he had... Just a lot of plays that just, he saved the Celtics. There was one play, Tatum drove to the drove to the rim and just like gets off balance, whatever, throws an erratic pass. And Time Lord somehow manages to grab it and finish at the rim. Caught a, a nice oop from Smart, followed immediately by a defensive block on the other end. 
and then had another block to start uh, the second and then had another floater. So he even showed us a nice little floater in today's game. But he had, I want to say it was two or three put-back dunks. I think it was two. One off of a Tatum miss, one off of a, a Smart miss. That he just, in, instead of getting the rebound, passing it out like he normally does, he just straight slammed it down. Like This was a fun, fun game for him. Uh and honestly, he had a he had a massive block late in the game. The Cavs were down three. This was when they were still on their incredible run, twenty-one to two run. And the Cavs were down three, and they had a pretty solid look. I want to say it was Wade that got into the lane, and Time Lord blocked it. It was a timely, timely block. And. As much as it hurts like this, just it wasn't enough. And it's it's definitely not a reflection of the effort that Time Lord put together today because he was outstanding. You know, we, we saw pretty solid performances from a couple guys. The other one, Dennis Schroeder. Solid game. Followed up his 38-point performance with a 28-point performance. Four rebounds, three assists. A little bit better on the turnovers tonight. Only had four. Which, I mean, again, I can't really say only because it's still a lot of turnovers. But again, super efficient night. 10 of 19 from the field, over 50%. 2 of 4 from 3. 6 of 6 from the free throw line. Like, this is a solid Dennis Schroeder game. Solid game. I'll talk about you know Tatum in the, the next half here, but... No Al Horford today meant that Grant Williams ended up getting the start. And as much trash as he's gotten for the majority of this season, people still do it to this day, and it's mind-boggling to me. He played fantastic basketball, I think. Like, offensively, he was the guy that hit the very first shot of the night for us today. Was 3 of 3 from 3 with 11 points, 5 rebounds. Four or five from the field. Just like looked solid. Like looked solid out there. There were a couple of defensive plays where he got blown by. And you know, that's to be expected when he's being switched on to a guy that just absolutely torched us in Garland tonight. 22 points for for Garland. Uh, I feel like it should have been like 40 the way that I kept saying his name all night. But um I think Grant Williams played solid. He got a lot of burn today, 27 minutes. And this is a game where Ime Odoka really went to the bench a lot. And I tweeted this earlier. His rotations confuse the hell out of me. Because we'll go games where we don't see half of our bench guys. Like we stick with a pretty short rotation, nine guys most of the nights. And tonight, in the early, in, like in the first quarter, he rolled out a full bench lineup. And to his credit, it worked. Like the Celtics played great basketball. You look at the, the score at the end of the first quarter. It was 20-9. to nine. You know, that's a, it's a solid, solid first quarter for him. 
but he got a lot of the guys run, like Jabari Parker, Herning Gomez, Neesmith, Pritchard, Langford. Like, all of those guys played pretty significant minutes. I mean, Herning, Gona, Herning Gomez only had five, so I'm not going to say significant for him, but we saw Pritchard, 15 minutes, Neesmith, 11 minutes, Jabari, 14. And the Celtics put together fairly good runs early on in the game with them. Uh, it's just a, it's a situation where you look at the the way that the bench scored, it wasn't great. And I'll talk about that. The other guy that I, th- I think I did play pretty well tonight, not looking at his point production, was Marcus Smart. End of the night, two points. Not good, right? Not good. Four rebounds, eight assists, though. Five steals. Only two turnovers. With a team second best plus minus of plus 12. So, like I said in the last probably four podcasts, Marcus Smart is not forcing shots. He's doing what everybody wants him to do, and that is distribute and not take shots that's what he's doing he's defending at a high level five steals tonight eight assists these are leading the team in both both areas tonight uh which is exactly what you know at least i expected out of him at the beginning of this season we didn't quite get that the first five games uh but he's kind of rounding out into form here I think he's playing a, a good brand of basketball lately. Again, going 0 for 5 from the field, it's not great, but he's not taking a lot of shots. You know, he's driving in and he's dishing. That's exactly what we've been asking of him for the last three years. So, honestly, it's solid. I think overall, you look at the game, the Celtics just didn't put together enough points. Couldn't do it. Um, so I do want to switch it up, go into some of the negatives here, because I think there's a, there's certainly a lot to talk about on that aspect on that front. So before we talk through some of the negatives, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection, however they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. 
Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, time to talk some negatives here. Never loved it, never liked this segment. Unfortunately, have to do it pretty much every game because there's always something. Uh, But tonight, I'm going to start today's negative part with Jason Tatum. And this is just, this is one of the worst performances that we've seen from him this season. I feel like I've said that three or four times this year, but shooting numbers are just horrible. Like today, he still ended up getting 21 points. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You blink and he somehow has 20 points. I don't get it, but he was bad tonight. 8 of 22 from the field, 1 of 8 from 3, and had 6 turnovers. You know, a lot of people are giving Dennis Schroeder a lot of shit last game against the Bucks because he had 6 turnovers. He also had 38 points and was super efficient from the field. Jason Tatum was extremely inefficient from the field and still had 6 turnovers. But people aren't going to talk about it as much. Why? Because he's the superstar, right? This is a this is a bad game. Three of those turnovers came late in the fourth that just fueled the fire that was under the Cavs. And they took advantage of it. They took advantage of it. The Celtics just could not stop Tatum from doing his thing. And, you know, God bless him, but, you know, shooting the way that he shot tonight. He should not be leading the team in field goal attempts. One thing that I will give Ime Odoka credit for tonight was instead of giving Jason Tatum the ball at the very end, he went with Schroeder. So he went with the hot hand. We saw him do that a couple of, well, I guess it was more than a couple of games ago, but back when Jalen Brown was still here. Jalen Brown was having a night and they gave him the ball to end the game. So it's no longer just pass the ball to Tatum and see what he can do. That part I like from Ime Odoka. But tonight, you look at Tatum's performance, and you just shake your head like, when is this guy going to figure it out? Jason Tatum is too talented. He is too gifted of a scorer to be doing this. And I keep expecting him to just get out of this funk but it's just not happening like we're 13 games into the season and this is just a bad bad start like he's had bad starts most of the seasons that he's played but this is just this is too many games in at this point 
Like, what is going on with Jason Tatum? Like, the shot selection, it, it's just mind-boggling to me. When you're down by so much, or when you're not shooting well, and you're still taking pull-up threes in front of a seven-footer's face, I don't get it. Like, you're faster than Jared Allen. Drive past him. Get a step. Do a fadeaway mid-range, whatever it might be. Why are you trying to pull up from three in front of a seven-footer? Like, some of the shot selection, I just I don't understand from him. And it's driving me nuts. If the shots are falling, it's one thing, but they're not. And he continues to do it. Anyways, that's where I'm going to end that Jason Tatum rant. I I don't think that even does it justice because it was a really just poor, poor performance from him. But he wasn't the only one. Like, I want to talk about some of the bench here. Uh, Jabari Parker, defensively, bad. Bad game for him. Very bad game for him defensively. Neesmith. Another game where he goes in and just doesn't really shoot well. Like Ime talked about it earlier in the season. Like his job is to go in, play solid defense, and shoot threes. That's it. That's his game. They don't need him to distribute. They don't need him to do anything except for hit threes and play defense. And he's not hitting his, his threes. He's not hitting his shots. The other guy that, you know... The Celtics just relied so heavily on last year was Peyton Pritchard. And it like it pains me to say this, but I don't know what's going on with him either. Like he was 0 for 5 tonight and just couldn't find any sort of rhythm. And you saw it in the second half, like he took off the mask. So it's not strictly the mask. It's not it fogging up. It's not causing any sort of disturbance because he played without it tonight at the second half. But you'll look at his game. Like last season, if he had a foot of space, he's taking that shot every time. Tonight, there was a play in transition. Marcus Smart ran the ball up the floor, got it to Pritchard, who had probably four feet of space between him and the defender. And he held it out. He held it back, pushed it over to Marcus Smart once he got up half court. Either that or Dennis Schroeder. Either way, it doesn't really make a difference. But my point is, like, he's passing up on these shots. Like, he is so timid and scared out there. And I don't know if it's because he's not playing a lot and he's trying to make the most out of the minutes he has. But the reason he's not playing a lot is because he's not hitting his shots. Like, Dennis Schroeder deserves every minute that he plays. And I'm not going to argue that fact. Dennis Schroeder's been fantastic, especially the last couple games. But even this season. Like, he had a, he had a couple, couple bad games here and there thrown in the beginning, but... As of late, he has been rock solid carrying this team while JB's been out. It hasn't been Tatum. It's been Schroeder that's been carrying this team offensively. And Peyton Pritchard, this is a this is a perfect example of a night where Peyton Pritchard could have had some serious run. 
Like you look that like we had Josh Richardson out, we had Al out, we have Jalen Brown out, obviously. So like there were serious opportunities for him to get minutes because we were missing so many guys. The second night of a back to back, you don't want to play, you know, Tatum and Schroeder forty minutes again. Got him around thirty five today, but still, I mean you're get you have a chance to play some actual minutes and he didn't take advantage of it. And to me that's sad. Like I'm not I'm not pissed at him. I'm not upset. It's just it's sad because I loved loved watching Peyton Pritchard play last year. Like the way that he played, the way that he could pull up from so deep and just hit all of these shots, the speed at which he was playing. For someone as small as he is, he was holding guys in front of him, shuffling his feet, defensively playing well. Like we're just we're not seeing it so far this season. I don't know if it's a sophomore slump people are talking about that on the broadcast, whether it's Scal or Mike, but it's just a tough game. It's a tough game. And you look at this team, like at the at the end of the day, Three-point shooting has been our sort of Achilles heel. Like, it's been something that we've struggled with all season long. And you've got two sharpshooters in Neesmith and Pritchard that just aren't hitting their shots. 0 for 4 from 3 today between the two of them. And they shot a combined 2 of 10. So they're not helping the team out. Like, this is their job. It's to come in and shoot. Like, you look at the three-point percentage tonight for the team, 6 of 23, 26%. It's just bad, bad numbers. Bad numbers. And the thing that the thing that hurts the most is this is a game where the Celtics really played well defensively. Again, played well defensively. Like, we held the Cavaliers to 26% from three. 38% from the field and we couldn't stop them. The difference was they just went on a roll and killed us in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, I guess really for that matter, the fourth quarter, they outscored us 29 to 15. It's just, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. I hate to I hate to be down because honestly, like the Celtics have, I think, turned a corner. They're playing significantly better basketball. Significantly better basketball as of late. And I still think there's a, a huge hole in the offense when Jalen Brown's not out, and that's to be expected. Right? Like he's a twenty six point per game scorer. Of course the offense is going to lack. It's good that the defense has stepped up. But if you only let up 91 points, you should win that game, right? The Celtics were held under 90 today, which is just not good. It's not good. But that's where I'm going to stop the negatives here. So right now, Jalen Brown, you saw him today during the pregame getting some shots up. And it sounds like... He's going to be playing on Monday. He traveled with the team. He was sitting on the bench today with them. Uh, and it sounds like Jalen Brown is going to suit up on Monday. 
I would still say it's questionable. I would say it's a game time decision, but it sounds like Jalen Brown will be back. And this is where we start to see what Ime Odoka does with the rotations now that Schroeder has been playing fantastic basketball. Does he stick with Smart at the starting point guard position? Does he put in Schroeder? Does he bring Schroeder off the bench to give an extra scoring punch? The second part is what I think is more likely. People still are saying that Marcus Smart should be on the bench. But if you look at the way this team operates, why wouldn't you want a guy like Dennis Schroeder that can score in bunches coming off your bench, leading that second unit? Makes sense, doesn't it? Right? You've seen Marcus Smart the last couple games really hone in on his shot selection and drive a lot and dish more. So like you've seen that element of Marcus Smart's game, and I think this is what you're looking for. I think this is what you need. So I would be surprised if that lineup changed. Like I still think Jalen Brown's going to obviously start in Schroeder's spot, and Smart will still get the start. Al Horford hopefully is back. Uh same thing with him like against a team like the Cavaliers with two good solid bigs it would be nice to have him be real nice to have Al back I think Grant did a good job tonight I know I talked about that but Al is just a different presence so that's we're gonna wrap things up today uh if you haven't done so already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. In about 10 months, the page is almost at 6,000 members. I started it 10 months ago, and it's almost at 6,000 members. So make sure to follow that page if you're on Facebook. Uh, make sure to tune in again Monday rematch against the Cavs. Hopefully JB's back. Hopefully back to a normal starting lineup. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.